Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And Mickey, you finished 9-8, and eight, beat the Falcons handily 48-17. You went four of your last five. So many positive things to build upon except probably that 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 thing at the top of the list which would be you know win the you know win the division or or make the playoffs so and that's where it begins right yeah it it definitely begins there um because that's that you know that's the goal in the beginning of the season and i think it was a very realistic goal to um have double digit wins and to win the division was very realistic and we didn't get that accomplished and so um Overall, I would say it was just a disappointing season. Um, I do like, uh, as you mentioned, that we finished, um, you know, one four of the last five, finished really strong. We saw, um, we saw a, num- a number of times, number of games where, look, it looked like um, a good performance offense, defense, and special teams. And so that's encouraging. Um, but we've got to be able to do that consistently throughout an entire season. Let's talk about Derek Carr uh, and two two questions on him. First off, just his availability. 17 starts. Uh, we've seen the impact throughout the league, you know, for many, many teams because of quarterbacks being injured. Just, I mean, he he fought through. It wasn't, he wasn't 100% every week, right, at those starts, but he fought through some stuff, you know, this year. Yeah, I think. And I, I think really people don't realize how hurt that he was during the year and still rolled it out there, still played, played well, um, did some really good things uh, in spite of, um, you know, having a really banged up body. And, and look, the best ability is availability, right? And so we, we, we were lucky enough during the Drew Brees years to have him available um, you know, 95% or whatever percentage of time that he was available. That's not common in our league. Um, we saw a number of quarterbacks go down during the course of this season and every season. And so for, for Derek to, to be able to go out there, tough it out when he's hurt, um, that, j- that just speaks to how tough he is. And certainly towards the end, right? I mean, his numbers, you know, you look at the last five, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, Against Atlanta, he was 22 of 28. Again, like a 75%, 74.8 completion percentage. And, you know, even though he was here, you know, from March of, of last year, beginning of the season, went through the whole thing, you know, he wasn't taking snaps with A.T. Perry. He went on the team yet. I mean, there's there's yeah. a growth, right, that, that goes through the season uh, for Derek Carr, right? 
Yeah, I think that there's, uh, you're exactly right. I think there's an acclimation, uh, no matter how much of a veteran player you are, you have to uh, uh, get acclimated to your teammates, to the offense that you're running, the play calling, the tempo that we play at. There's all kinds of things that are different, you know, when you change teams. And and uh, look, I, I, think, I think Derek did a really good job in a lot of areas. I mean, he was a top 10, um, uh, quarterback in our league he just is I look at the rating points look at the look at the numbers look at the performance um we get a little you know we we get extra critical because we we only won nine games i get it uh we should be critical but there's a lot of good things that he did and i think it bodes well going forward you talked to the team uh, i believe after the season just on a, not broadly speaking what was the message yeah i you know look I did do that. Um, I don't do it very often. And it's really a message just for the players. And so I'm going to leave it at that. Um, you know, trying to set the tone uh, for what we expect going forward. And and I thought it was uh, well received. We talked about Derek and we didn't really talk about a lot of the offensive players, but we, you know, get to some of them. But I wanted to talk about your defensive players as well. And again, you know, the, the positives that you build on with like Jordan Howden and, and not, not even the young guys, but uh, Isaac Yedem, you know, Jonathan Ab- Abram, uh, Brian Brzee. Uh, there seems to be the, the, the building block there. Maybe, and I don't know how much you expected Jordan Howden or Isaac Yedem to even play this year, but they seem to have been, you know, pretty significant factors when you needed them the most. Yeah, there was a number of guys that, um, that, that uh, stepped up during the course of the season some that you kind of expect to and some that you don't. Um, yeah, I thought Isaac had a really good season for us, you know, after Marshawn was hurt and, and he got uh, pushed into the action. Jordan Howden, um, you know, we, look, we drafted him with the idea that he was going to become a good player. And, and look, that timetable gets sped up a little bit, but there, he made good progress. John Abram, who came in here, um, you know, after being a high pick for another team and, and trying to find a home, I thought he did a great job for us and really appreciated his um, his contribution to our team in the locker room uh, as well as on the field. Um, we had some young, um, you know, young receiver, A.T. Perry, who who was thrust into action and, and did some good things. Now, none of them are finished products, right? Um, but they all made progress. They all did some good things. The guys that we expected to make progress, Brian Brzee, um, he made he made progress. We had some um, free agents, Nate Shepard and Colin Saunders, who came here at the defensive tackle position, and I thought they did some good things for us. Uh, Carl Granderson took a step forward, so we had a lot of younger players uh, make make significant steps. You know, Paulson Adebo had his best year. Um, we've been waiting for him because we know we know the ability that he has. I thought Alante Taylor. Um, inconsistent, but did and showed some good things for us. And so I'm excited about his prospects. Um, you know, Tyron Matthew did did some really good things for us um, as a veteran player, things that we expected. And so there's there's some there's some really good positive things that come out of a season. And yet, and there's still the bad taste of you know, nine and eight, that's, that's a bad taste for us. And I hope that our standards are much higher than just having a winning season. 
And one of the things that you were able to do along the way during the season, right before the season and, you know, in camp was to lock up some of these players, right? To get, you know, you, you did a lot of work uh, during the season and right before the season of getting some of these guys into, you know, that were, I don't want to say vulnerable, but, uh, you know, get them to get out like a Carl Granderson, get these, you know, some of these guys locked down. Yeah, that's, and that, look, that's a double-edged sword sometimes um, because you're speculating about, you know, their progress. Um, and that some, sometimes, you know, when you, you sign a contract, somebody, you know, the player, you know, exhales and, and relaxes a little bit and doesn't make as much progress as you want. So it's always a double-edged sword, but um, I'm happy with where we're at. Uh, we've got some more work to do. We've got a lot of decisions to make. Um, but I think there's a lot of positive things. Need to take a break? We'll be right back with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Mike Hoss along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints Hour. And I guess just take me through the process, if you will. I read that, you know, David Tepper of Carolina is asking to interview Kai Harley, how does that work from a promotion, lateral move? What has to happen for you guys to give, you know, I guess, give him permission? Yeah, well, um, yeah, Kai, Kai, we were, uh, Kai was requested to interview for, um, for Carolina's general manager position. Jeff Ireland has been requested uh, to talk to um, the Chargers about their position. Really, all they have to do is just notify uh, the team that they want to do that. There's no permission that needs to be granted because it's a promotion for each of those guys to a to the top, you know, football executive. So there's no permission that has to be asked. They just they just notify you that that's what they're going to do, and then and then uh, certainly our guys, you know, need to prepare and and be ready to uh, to interview and put their best foot forward. So as long as it's an advancement, like it has to be, you can't you know go lateral, right? Yeah, they couldn't. Uh, uh, they couldn't notify the Saints that they want to interview me, for example, because I'm already uh, the top football executive. So, but if it's if it's a position that's the assistant GM or personnel director, and they're interviewing for the top football position, then um, they just notify. They don't have to have to ask for permission. And I guess I'll get my process questions out of the way. I guess the process moving forward for you, as far as meetings with. Dennis and Mrs. Benson and your staff. So Coach Allen last night said he kind of takes a week, you know, to get all the emotions out of it before he meets with his staff. What, what is your schedule moving forward with that? 
Yeah, same thing. You know, we're in here this week. We're just talking about a few things um, that are more procedural. You know, how do we want this offseason uh, and the evaluations to go? And then uh, starting next week, we'll we'll start talking about the player evaluations and and um, move on from there. And, and look, the the the, um, the process of evaluating you know college players for this draft is already deep. We're deep into it. Jeff and his staff and 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 Dennis and I all get um, start getting involved in that very very shortly. I'm assuming you are watching the game where kind of we are, at least on the 700 level. Uh, which puts the Chris Olave catch for the touchdown at the far northeast corner. Just first impressions or reaction on that play from what you could see. Um, well, look, it, it's, it wasn't a lot different from a lot of his catches. I mean, Chris is so athletic. He, he, he does things that, you know, most human beings can't do. And that's just another one. It's, it's, it's athleticism. It's, it's hand-eye coordination. It's all these things that, that uh, contribute to him being, you know, a, a really unique talent. And, and you know, I, I don't know what more to say about it than that. It's just, it's not surprising, it, you know, because we've seen things like that. We've seen it in practice at times. And, and it, it, you know, Chris is one of these guys that he's one of these athletes that makes everything look easy. And, um, you know, we've all seen those athletes in different sports that, they don't even look like they're putting out a, a, a huge effort, and it just makes it look easy. And yet, we know it's not. Right. No. Then I was like, it was such a phenomenal play. I was like, don't let some tic tac like he didn't have possession or get both feet in. It was like that was so amazing. Make make this count. I was like, it was. Yeah. It was just uh, so impressive. Um, so, with you talked a little bit about uh, Brian Brzee. I'm curious as to what you saw in his growth. Cause it just felt like, you know, man, he kind of came into his own the last half of the season and just put on some moves that you go, Whoa, you know, give that kid two or three years down the road. And I know GMs and coaches don't like spotlighting particular players, particularly rookies. Yeah. But, you know, with what you saw, because, you know, you know, from him uh, being a first rounder, you know, the 29th pick. Yeah. I think, uh, um, I would say this, I think, he definitely has the abilities that we all thought he had. Um, I think he's probably a little rawer in terms of development than what we originally thought he might be. Um, I think the light did kind of come on the last half of the season. Uh, I think he's been well coached. You know, I think Todd and, and, and Brian Young have done a really good job with him. And I, we see the progress. I hope that, um, he doesn't feel satisfied because he's got, he's still got a long way to go. And yet, man, we see these flashes and we see these things that he can do and we just want more of it. He battled through injuries, uh, but I was, I would suspect that this will be a very important off season for Trevor Penning. No. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's an important off season for him. And, um, yeah, he, we've got to we've got to give him we've got to put him in the situation to be successful. You know, we've got to help him with his development, um, with his confidence. He's got the ability to be a, a, a really good player in our league. Uh, but we've got to enable that by giving putting him in the right environment, uh, giving him the right development. And I will do that. We will do that. This is not 
uh, Trevor related, but it's just the, the situation overall, just generically, did you see players come in from some smaller schools who've maybe been, you know, had you know, not big fish in a small pond, but something like that. And they have some success early and then they have, you know, some time struggling and it, it is a confidence thing, right? I mean, you must've seen this before with players that have kind of been in that situation and kind of how to get out of it, how, how to develop them out of it. Yeah. It, well, it's a lot of things. And, and look, in Trevor's case, Look, he did come from a smaller school. I wouldn't say it was a small school, it was a smaller school. Um, but he, look, he had some success playing against against better competition. I, I think the biggest uh, issue for us was, man, he was hurt uh, half of his first season. He didn't have a, a real off season this last year. And so, you know, the, he's behind in development, but it's not really his fault. It wasn't his fault that he got hurt. Um, it wasn't his fault that this offseason he was unable to to do the things that you normally get to do going into your second year. And so we probably threw him out there a little too soon and and uh, it was unfair. And so we've got to get that corrected. I know Coach Allen has talked about it, but I guess on the whole Jamal Williams victory touchdown, one, if you have any comment, two, do you, is there going to be trickle down? Do you think that maybe next year? I mean, certainly for when you play Atlanta both times, this will it'll it'll probably rear its head. But do you think there'll be any trickle down impact from this? Oh, I don't know. I I look. I think we should have kneeled it down. Yes, I understand what the players did. I don't think it was malicious on their part. They're just trying to do something for a teammate. I completely understand that. There's nothing malicious about it. Yet I wish it hadn't happened. I don't think it's the right thing. I don't, I don't think, look, I think it's been made a bigger deal of than it needs to be. And yet I don't think, um, I think sportsmanship is a good thing to talk about. Um, I don't think we talk about it enough in all of our uh, uh, endeavors, uh, particularly, you know, uh, NFL games. Sportsmanship's a good thing and uh, it sends the right message. But I also think it's kind of being overblown. I mean, um, players are trying to just do something for their teammate. It wasn't that they were trying to embarrass the Falcons. They're just trying to do something for, for Jamal and, and themselves. And, um, and I understand why Atlanta and their coach would be upset. So um, I guess that's all I've got to say about it. But, and conversely, and this will be the last question on this topic, was that the whole fallout of Dennis's reaction and you and I have talked about this before that, well, he's lost the team. It's like, well, what's he supposed to say? Right. Oh, well, that's just stupid. Right. I that's mean, just, that's just, that's just people making comments to make comments. It's stupid to say that. There's not one player that would say that. That's no. not, you know, they were just trying to do a favor and do something good. What they perceived as good for a teammate had nothing to do with, uh, um, yeah, defying the head coach or anything like that. That's just silly. That's just, overthinking need to take a quick break this is the saints hour mike Hoss, along with saints executive vice president and general manager mickey loomis back after this on the community coffee new orleans saints radio network welcome back this is the saints hour mike Hoss, along with saints executive vice president and general manager mickey loomis we talked to dennis allen last night he was going to watch the game michigan and washington he said he wanted michigan just because he didn't have to listen to the pac-12 Oregon, north northwest corner of the country. But did you watch it? And have you have you caught a little flack already today? Yes, <laughs> I did. And, um, and the second, 
And yeah, and look, Washington is a rival of my school, Oregon. And yet I was, um, I would probably say I was in the Washington corner because of the Pac-12 ties. Um, but Michigan played a fantastic game, well coached, um, played as well as you can play and, and deserve to win the national championship. And so kudos to them. And now I got to listen to the Michigan guys that uh, on our staff. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been Ohio State. You got a lot more of those. And uh, right, that's right. <laughs> so after kind of the next few weeks, kind of play themselves out, and kind of the break, I guess, between Senior Bowl and Legacy Bowl. Like, I mean, what, what, how do you kind of unplug? We asked this to Dennis yesterday. He didn't really. I don't think he does unplug. But what do you kind of do to kind of re- recharge for the next season? Yeah, um, that's a good question. Look, you know, I've got, I've got, uh, you know, young kids that uh, pay attention to. I got a couple grandkids that uh, I'm going to pay attention to. Um, look, I, I'm excited for next season already, which um, typically doesn't happen for me for a, a few weeks. But I just see the possibilities that we have. Um, I'm excited about it, and actually, I'm kind of anxious to get going on next year, even even this soon, which. Um, may sound a little odd, but um, I, I, I'm excited about our prospects. I really am. And, and I hope that uh, I know that our staff is. I know that our players are. And uh, we've got some work to do. And so let's get to it. In late January and then in February, again, I just mentioned the Senior Bowl, late January, HBCU Legacy Bowl. How do those kind of play into, are they just kind of pieces to the puzzle as you work towards uh you know, Indianapolis and, 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 and all the pro days and, and, and everything like that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think first, look, we, we, we go through an evaluation of our own team. We kind of assess where we're at, the, the, um, the areas that we, you know, want to improve the areas that we can improve internally. And then, you know, Dennis and I, and, and uh, some of our other people are going to get brought up to speed on this year's college class. Uh, Jeff and his staff do a great job of that, and then we'll we'll dive right in. Um, you know, those, those all-star games um, and the combine are kind of our first pass at, at, at touching some of those players and and um, you know getting to know their strengths and weaknesses, and then you know we're right into uh, right into the draft at that point. When you look at next year. Uh, just two more questions. First off, the draft, 14th pick. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't even know what the question is, but uh, you'd, you'd like to be drafting much later because that would have meant a better season. But, you know, I, I don't know. Does that, is that a spot where you can have some flexibility to move back and, and, yeah. and move up? Might be tough, but maybe move back to what you want to do. Yeah, I think it, I think it's actually a good, you know, we're nine and eight. And I think there were five or six teams that were nine and eight. And we get to pick first of all those nine and eight teams. So we could have been picking 20th. Um, I'd much rather pick 14th. Um, then then 20th uh, because you know you're going to have an opportunity you know it's a good spot to hey we can move up a few spots if we need to at not too expensive a cost and we might be able to slide back I know I never slide back but we may be able to slide back <laughs> and pick something up and still still mathematically get, possible <laughs> right uh, we, we can still get an equivalent player uh, uh, so I kind of like the spot um, and look I from what I've seen so far, I think this is a, a pretty deep, pretty good, good uh, draft class. So uh, we're going to get some, uh, not just one good player. We're going to get some good players in this deal. And 
and you know where and what position and all that r remains to be seen. Um, but I know we're going to improve our team. So for the first time since they've gone to the 17 game schedule, unless you guys get you know shipped all overseas again, uh, you'll have nine home, eight away, and Coach Allen said yesterday, the strength of schedule means nothing until you play the actual team. I don't care about strength of schedule until you play the team, but away you got at Dallas playoff team, at Kansas City, at Green Bay, all three playoff teams, and at the Giants and at the Chargers. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, those, that would be tough. I don't care who, you know, what, how you yeah. finished the year before. Those, that's, that's the tough place to play on the road. Yeah, look, I – I don't know. I, I think every NFL team is a tough team to play uh, on the road or at home. And and we've said this many times in the past. It's not so much um, who you play and what the record is. It's when you play them. And, and if they happen to be playing well when you play them, then that's a tougher um, that's a tougher road to hold. And so uh, the schedule is a schedule. We'll play it out and hopefully they're going to think that we're tough to play. Wow. Totally agree. And home, only one question. I don't know if you saw that. The Denver's coming and it'll be Sean Payton's return. Uh, that'll be interesting and fun, right? Yeah, we'll roll, roll, we will roll out the red carpet for Sean. <laughs> Just curious, do you know or when will you know, when do teams find out if they do have to go play in you know, Mexico or Germany or, or London again? When do you all find out? Yeah, that comes uh... – I think it comes around March, maybe a little before. Sometimes they'll announce a couple at the Super Bowl. They've done that in the past. Um, yeah, so, so, um, but we, you know, we've done that fairly recently. I wouldn't expect that we're in that rotation, but look, I don't, I don't really know. I know they've added some games, so um, it's above my pay grade. Yep. Well, uh, I appreciate the time as always. Have a great off season, and you know, it'll be, it'll be here before you know it. So we'll be talking senior ball and and draft uh, right around the corner. Good, Mike. I appreciate being with you this season. Uh, appreciate your patience and all your questions, and, and uh, you did a good job for us, so thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.